BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Work Party, the mini-sode. In these mini-sodes, we'll be sitting down with some of the many brilliant women who have work partied their way to the top. We'll be asking for their best entrepreneurial advice for women like you who are creating and cultivating the career of their dreams. Whether you're running the show or balancing your side hustles, we are giving you the real talk business advice you need. Today's Work Party Minisode is coming live from the Create and Cultivate Chicago conference. Our team sat down with Whitney Port, entrepreneur, designer, and CEO. Whitney shared with us some of her best advice on balancing work and life as a mom and what it means to put collaboration over competition all day, every day. Hello, Work Party listeners. I'm Heather Records, the marketing director at Create and Cultivate, East Coaster, and resident cat lady. Today, we're live at our Create and Cultivate Chicago conference, and I'm lucky enough to be speaking with some of the phenomenal entrepreneurs and game changers that will be hitting the Create and Cultivate stage. Here with me, I have the lovely Miss Whitney Port. Welcome, Whitney. Hi. Thank thank you for being here in Chicago with us. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. So excited to have you on the podcast. Um, So let's start off with last year. Yes. became a co-founder and the creative director of Bundle Organics. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the company and what led you to start this new chapter of your career. Yeah. Okay. So Bundle Organics started out as a pasteurized juice and tea company for pregnant and nursing women. And when I was pregnant, I had a lot of cravings for fruit and for tea. I had like really, really, really bad um, first trimester nausea. So I got in touch with this company, Bundle, who was like the only company doing pasteurized juices with like no added stuff for for women that were pregnant that were safe to drink. So I started working with them and helped them develop, um, redevelop their branding, redo their website, um, redo some flavor profiles. And we've actually now extended the entire line into 25 new products that range from... Did you know yeah. them? Like, did you just no, reach out so and be like, guys, I, I know got that, you. I, I got you. Part. <laughs> so I didn't know them. I didn't know them, but I, I met them and I was like, I'm, I really love you guys. Like, I'm really passionate about what you guys are putting out there. That's amazing. But I feel like, and I was totally honest. I was like, I feel like you could use an actual pregnant woman's touch. Like someone who's, who needs your product, who wants your product, who will actually use it. Because I found out it was a young man founder who 
obviously yeah. has never been pregnant before. Obviously. So I came, he, he was like, oh my God, amazing. Like we've been looking for someone like you to, to work with. Um, so yeah, I came in and we, we just redeveloped like the whole collection of products and we're launching in Bye Bye Baby in September and Target in January and coming out with some really cool new things. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So what's been the most exciting part about getting involved in the new company? Um, I think the most exciting part is actually just feeling useful. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but like I started my career, well, first as an intern and then it shifted into being on television. And yeah. while that was like really, really fun and it, it was a useful platform to help me do a lot of other cool things. I didn't really feel like super useful. I felt like sort of a reality TV show you personality. Feel exactly. So, um, so I, I feel now like I'm actually doing something that is affecting women on a daily basis. That's making them not only feel physically better, but just like emotionally more in, in touch and in charge of what they're putting in their bodies. Right. No, it's so empowering. I mean, that's definitely what drew me to create and cultivate. I was, you know, I saw the impact it had on me. I was like, this is what I'm all about. I had so much to, I like, I could do this so well. And honestly, like I just reached out to Jacqueline. I was like, Hey girl, I know you're not hiring, but, um, I'm trying to do this. And Um, she was like, actually kind of sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much power in that. It's like, why not just go straight to the source? Yeah, You know, there's no reason you have nothing to lose. Yeah, You don't get an answer back. At least you tried, but you know, if you're worthy, like, and if you have a good resume, then more often than not, someone will take a look at it. Absolutely. So when it comes to the creative direction, where do you get inspired? Um, that's a good question. Um, I feel like my aesthetic has kind of always been the same. Like I, I lean towards really bright poppy colors, a lot of illustration. Um, it's, it comes from so many different places, whether it's like from places I travel, um, to, you know, like style I see on the street to magazines I read. Like I obviously use Pinterest. That is like a really great collection of all the things that I see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, especially on Pinterest now, I'm, I'm researching more like color stories and font styles and textures. Yes, exactly. Totally. So obviously being, becoming a new mom was really what stirred this entrepreneurial journey for you yes, as well. Yes. So recently you've decided to share very honestly and candidly the hardships of birth and of being a mother, mm-hmm. which has resonated with so many women. What made you decide to share the tough stuff? So I really honestly didn't want to, um, filming for me always was hard. Like I never allowed myself to be fully vulnerable. Even when we were filming a reality show, like I didn't let the cameras get too invasive, but my husband is actually in TV production and development. So one day while I was just like feeling really sick on the bed, laying in bed, um, with like crusty yogurt next to my bed and snacks, just like, just so nauseous from being (laughs) pregnant. My husband was like, Whitney, I am getting a camera up here and we're going to talk about this. Like, we're going to talk about how you're feeling, like not only physically, but emotionally, obviously very scared. Um, not 
super thrilled, not as excited as most pregnant women maybe are. And we're going to like, let's talk about this and let's put this on your YouTube. Um, and I was like, that sounds incredibly scary. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, one, I look like awful and two, this is gonna, this is gonna be rough. Like people are not gonna like this. You know, a lot of people can't get pregnant or they look at pregnancy and and birth as something like so beautiful and a miracle. And here I am complaining about it. Like, uh, what is the reaction going to be? Um, and we just kind of took the risk and felt like, you know, in the off chance that there are a lot of women that feel the same way, maybe this can be really validating for them. And were you surprised at the feedback? So surprised. I had no idea it was going to turn into what it was. Like I had no idea that even a year after Sunny was born, that I would still be doing it and still have stuff to talk about that I'm not handling well. (laughs) I don't think that's going to go away. I don't either. (laughs) I've come to terms with that now. (laughs) So let's chat a little bit about having a family and having a dream career and the idea of having it all, because, you know, there's a lot of pressure on moms to do everything. How has motherhood affected your professional life? Um, in an insane amount, there's, and I have done a chapter on this and on my YouTube, um, but mom guilt is obviously a really, really real thing. Definitely. When you're home with your baby, you feel guilty for not, um, following your dreams and pursuing what you want to do. And when you're out at work, you feel guilty for not being the most present mother that you can be. And it's a constant negotiation in your head of, of making yourself feel okay for the decision that you made. And it doesn't go away. It comes and goes. And, um, yeah, it's constantly just like talking yourself off the ledge and telling yourself that you're doing the best that you can do. Absolutely. Balance is something that we cover a lot on the podcast. Sure. I mean, it comes up in every conversation with everyone who has an entrepreneurial journey and even just women who have entrepreneurial spirits and, is balance even a real thing? No. You know, it's like every day is going to be, it's not even, it's more than every day. It's like every hour is going to be different, devoting yourself to something different. It doesn't have to all have your attention all the time. You know, it's like one hour you're working on uh, something that you need to get done at work. The next minute you're, you know, coordinating something at at home that needs to get done. Like you're never going to be everything to everyone in your family or in your life. So as you grow and become more successful, sometimes you have to learn to let go of things, Yes, which can definitely be hard. How do you get the results that you want while not drowning yourself in the minutia and the nitty gritty of the day to day? I think it's really about trusting the people that you're working with. Um, I think, you know, it's about hiring people that you trust and really not micromanaging them, allowing them to really, um, let them shine. Um, and it's just also about delegating like, that's, I mean, that's a really good question. I don't work so much like in a corporate world where I have to deal with that on a daily basis. Um, but I think 
not taking things too seriously allows you not to micromanage and like focus on the minutia all the time. Absolutely. Like looking at things more big picture. And delegating is so important. Yes. Or you're just going to be drowning all right. the time. There's no reason. To, I don't believe in like, like it takes too long for me to explain how to do it. So I'll just do it myself. Like, I don't believe in that philosophy. I think that you need a good team around you to really be successful. That's great. So as a successful entrepreneur and a multifaceted entrepreneur, who are the first three people you would recommend hiring if you were starting a business? Oh my gosh. Um, the first three people I would hire someone, um, that specializes in finance. Um, I would hire, oh my gosh, hmm. someone that specializes in finance, someone that was more of like a CEO that's more big picture and that can help me organize my thoughts. I think that I'm the creative. And, and that's then, super important because people, you know, you can found a company, you can lead a company mm -hmm. and you don't have to be the CEO and not everyone wants to be the CEO. Right. Honestly. I think the CEO needs to look at everything, the full picture of everything and be able to help make the decisions. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I have those capabilities or like want to take on that much responsibility. Right. I want to look at the creative arm of a brand. And you can do that too and still be super successful and still be an entrepreneur. Yes. yes. And I think some people forget that. I think, you know, people everyone's like, I have, have to be the ownership. CEO. Yes. But you don't have to. No. You can pick your role. A hundred percent. Jen Gotch from Bando is a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. You know, she founded her company. It's uber, uber successful. And she's like, I'm a creative. I don't need to be the CEO of this A hundred percent. I think it's really important to recognize your flaws and your faults and to pay attention to those because they can eventually be your downfall if you take on too much control. Um, and then I think the last one would probably be like a graphic designer, someone creative to help assist bring me it to, to life. bring, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So important. Who is your guilty pleasure to follow on Instagram? Um, there's this account called If You High, which sounds so crazy. Wait, I don't know that. But it's just If You High, and it's like so, like just soothing to watch. Wow. Um, Sorry, I'm looking it up. And then also Britney Spears. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, so but good. she's really fun to watch. Like, I loved her growing up, and of now it's just like so many of her dancing videos are so incredibly insane that I love watching. That's them. the best. I yeah. love that answer. Amazing. So, you also inspire so many women, obviously, Thank you. me included. Mm -hmm. Who do you follow that inspires you? Um, who do I follow? follow that inspires me. I think Jen Atkin really inspires me. Um, I think that she took her art and created something that women use on a daily basis. And like, she just looks like the busiest person ever. And she continues <laughs> to just do hair all the time. And I just love that she's able, she does that. And it's not like she's that she's given that up to just grow a, a huge business. Um, I love her. She's yeah. such a boss. Yeah. Such a boss. Okay. So we're going to head into a little part of the podcast called a little work, a little party. And what this entails is we're just going to head into some hot fire questions for you. What do you think it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in 2018? I think it takes 
knowing your flaws to be a successful entrepreneur. I think that you need to really know your role, know what you're strong at, and be able to delegate and find other people to help fill in those areas that you're not so good at. Who is someone that inspired you growing up? Someone that currently inspires you daily and someone that gives you hope for the future. Diane von Furstenberg really inspired me growing up. She was obviously really empowering for women and just an amazing talent. Someone that inspires me now is, I know this may sound cheesy, but my mom. I just think that she's gone through so much and she still maintains her smile every day. And I think that that's so important as life gets more complicated. We have to remember what's really important. Um, someone that inspires me for the future is my son. I want the world to be a safe, peaceful, accepting, loving place for him. And that makes, um, me want to create that place for him. What is something you've sacrificed in order to achieve success? I have sacrificed time with my son to achieve success. Um, he was just born a year ago, and there's been numerous firsts and things that I've missed in order to follow my dreams and, and hit certain career goals, but I, I really don't regret it. I know that may sound harsh, but you know I think it's, it's okay to want those things too. What are three things that you're grateful for? I'm grateful for my insanely supportive and sensitive husband. I'm grateful for my health, um, that I can wake up every morning and do what I want to do and feel good physically. And I'm grateful for all the women out there that follow me and that not only validate my feelings, but make me feel like, um, like my best is good enough. What are three goals you want to accomplish in 2019? I really want Bundle to come out strong. I want women to find use in it. Um, I want to not be so hard on myself and expect myself to find the balance like we talked about before because there just like isn't necessarily one. So to stop expecting it. Um, and I want when I'm away from my son to like be present, be in the moment and, and not feel guilty about not being with him. I think that's really, really important. What did you do with your first paycheck? My first paycheck was not big. So I feel like I went to a vintage store downtown. I think it was that place Shireen's. I think she's still open, but I went to like a vintage warehouse and bought myself like five dresses maybe. Good. Yeah. Good for you. What keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night is just like all the planning, all the planning for my kid's day the next day, making sure he has what he needs, um, making sure my day is coordinated, that I have what I need, that I'm also taking care of myself. It's, yeah, it's all about just like coordinating and scheduling the next day. Well, thank you so much. You. I'm so happy you're here in Chicago. This has me been so too. great. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, me. let's party. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for new Work Party mini dropping every Sunday.